0: Raiding the Kingdom episode 95. Keep your enemies closer. Tonight you have just me, uh, Brendan. Coach is on hiatus. He's got uh, some things he's got going on. He also refused to come on because of the outcome of the Bills-Chiefs game, understandably so. But I've had to face the music four times already this season. He's had to face it twice. He has a no-show. So uh, Chiefs-Kingdom... Coach is really not feeling it, so uh, hopefully you guys will be able to lift his spirits next week with a W. But as a Raiders fan, I'm delighted. And uh, with Coach not here to defend his squad, I uh, am the one that's forced to uh, take over and uh, you know try to summarize this Bills-Chiefs game as best I can and then give you a solid Week 7 preview, which is ridiculous. We're already at Week 7. Um, but why don't we break down uh, Bills-Chiefs, then we'll do our predictions. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And then we'll uh, review what we got going on for the Chiefs and Raiders in uh, week seven. Here we go. And since coach is not here, I get to pick the soundbite. For Mahomes, and he's going to have an opportunity at the end here. First and 10. Mahomes intercepted. And that's Taron Ch- Mahomes make many mistakes in clutch situations. That's one he wants back. That's certainly one he wants back. That's Pat Mahomes throwing a interception to give the Bills the ball back with a 24-20 lead, and that would ultimately be the final score, 24-20. I try not to be that guy. I say I'll never be the person to blame the refs for a loss. I did that last week with the Raiders and the Chiefs. And then I say that I won't be the person that will gloat when someone else beats a rival that's not my favorite team. And the Bills definitely aren't my favorite team. I have one, as most fans should and do have, one favorite team. I have the Raiders. Um, But I am happy the Bills won. I bet on them, and uh, I wanted the Chiefs to eat a little bit of crow after beating the Raiders by one and with a little bit of help from the boys in black and white, and I don't mean the Raiders. So, uh, yeah, Bills 24, Chiefs 20, Mahomes and uh, Josh Allen pretty much. It it really was a gunfight. They kind of went even. Mahomes was 25 for 40 for 338. Uh, Josh Allen 27 for 40 for 329. That's passing yards. Josh Allen with three touchdowns, Mahomes with two. Uh, here's the difference. Then uh, Mahomes has two interceptions, one of which I just played for you. Um, Josh Allen had zero interceptions. Now, uh, Mahomes was sacked three times, and it hit nine times and pressured God knows how many times. Uh, Josh Allen was sacked one time, and I believe that one sack is attributed to the trip from Chris Jones, which should have been called for a penalty. Chris Jones and those dirty sacks just keeps coming. And then he had four QB hits as well. Basically untouched. Josh Allen can handle four QB hits in one trip. Obviously, he wanted the penalty on that one, but didn't get it. The Chiefs really just couldn't get the ground game going. Uh, they tried, kind of. Uh, they gave Clyde over to Lair nine carries. He went for thirty-three yards, no touchdowns. The Bills, on the other hand, Singletary crushed it. Seventeen carries, eighty-five yards, and they had one hundred and twenty-five total rushing yards. The Chiefs had sixty-eight. It's obviously, not ideal. Um. But the difference here really was the uh, the pressure on the defensive side of the ball. As we said offensively, you know, uh, Josh Allen put down 329. Mahomes had 338. Um, Juju actually had a decent game. He went 5 for 5, 113 yards, a touchdown. Kelsey 8 for 10, 108 yards, no touchdowns. But I guess he could afford to take a break after the 4 he dropped on my boys last week. And then on the Bill side of things, holy crap. Stefan Diggs, 10 for 13, 148 yards and one touchdown. Unreal. Uh, So, huge day for him, even in double coverage. Diggs still made it happen. Uh, Some injuries for both teams as far as the secondary went. The Bills elected to stick to man coverage for about, I believe it was close to 60% of the snaps. For the majority of the season, they've been rolling about 30% man, 70% um, zone. Or flip that. 30% man, 70% zone. No, that's right. And uh, I think that the trend we're seeing now with the Chiefs is that the the receivers they have now, which I talked about in the Raiders-Chiefs game, they're having a little more trouble uh, creating separation. You know, you still have your speed option guys with uh, MVS and... Um, what's his name? 17. Mikkel Hardman. Um, but it's just not the same as Tyreek Hill. Uh, they can do the two high safeties. They can switch to one and they can still kind of contain this group of receivers who just aren't getting an elite amount of separation. Um, Mahomes seems to do better in zone. He can kind of cherry-pick that apart and find his guys. But w- we're seeing that trend now. with Without Tyreek Hill, defense, they're a little less scared. Um, they were able to, we'll say, contain Kelsey because he, he didn't get anything in the end zone, but you know he still had 100 yards. It's It's hard to stop that guy from doing anything like that. So in general, we're, I think we're going to see a switch in defensive trends towards how they handle the Chiefs um, and the Bills. Defense is obviously top five, and that's how they're able to, to do this correctly. You can have the blueprint, but you also need the guys to execute it, and not all teams have that. But The Bills do, and they did. Um, just a couple other notes here. The Harrison Butker miss. I mean, kickers are going to miss every now and again, but in a game like this, we've talked about it. You cannot make any kind of mistakes, and uh, that cost them three points in a game that was decided by four, so you tell me. Um, The Chiefs offensive line, once again, kind of similar to when they played the Raiders, Orlando Brown, Andrew Wiley, the right and left tackles, both struggling against pressure. Von Miller had himself a day, five pressures, three QB hits, two sacks. Uh, He made one big play in the fourth, which uh, ended in a forced punt. And then when the Chiefs eventually got the ball back, that's when Mahomes threw the pick. So Von Miller coming up big time. Great offseason acquisition for the Bills. And uh the defense for, on the Chiefs side just really not generating that kind of pressure. I mean, what Von Miller did is basically the entire Chiefs defensive line didn't wasn't that productive. Uh, you know, Chris Jones really the only effective piece on that line that night. Um, Carloftis and uh Frank Clark didn't didn't get a whole lot done. You know, I think they're kind of missing Trent McDuffie. Um Fenton didn't have a great night against the Raiders, but he a little veteran presence probably would have been useful back there in the secondary as well. Um, as I said, even in double coverage, Stephon Diggs is able to make it happen. So I wouldn't be worried if I was a chiefs fan, I'd like to say you should be, but in, in reality, you shouldn't be. The bills are arguably the best team in the AFC, um, with the chiefs in close second. And you know, this, this kind of happened last year, the chiefs won once then the, or the bills won once then the chiefs won when it mattered, you guys will meet up again in the playoffs, hopefully. And, uh, we'll see another bloodbath. Um, it's just always entertaining. You're really never disappointed with these two, you know, it's. We say, oh, we want to see Mahomes and Rodgers and this and that. Like it's, you know, Mahomes and Brady. And while that is exciting because of the Super Bowl history, now really everyone is tuning in to Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes. And I don't know how that's not in a primetime slot as I record this Monday night while we await the Broncos and Chargers game. Blech. Anyways, so that happened. It's done with. I'm sorry, coach. I laughed a little. But what do I really have to laugh at at one four? But I had to laugh a little bit. All right, so why don't we get into our week seven predictions, where it'll really just be me making the predictions. So in week six, Coach and I had kind of a rough stretch. We went 50%, both of us, seven for 14, seven for 14. I believe Coach still leads our overall pick series by one pick. So he'll send me in his picks later but I'm going to give you mine for now. Thursday night football, Saints and Cardinals, way more entertaining than the last couple Thursday night games we've had. Uh, I know the Cardinals just traded for Robbie Anderson. Uh, Marquise Brown is supposedly was going to be out for the season. Now it looks like he may be able to come back, but it's still going to be Robbie Anderson with the return of DeAndre Hopkins. I'm still just not sure about Kyler Murray. I don't know what their offense is doing. It's troubling when Cliff Kingsbury is supposed to be an offensive guru offensive mind blah 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 it's just really not coming together and there's not a lot on that defense um to scare you know jj watt who is jj watt towards the end of his career marcus golden buddha baker obviously solid but the rest uh have something to be desired uh i'm gonna go saints I'm gonna take a flyer on the saints in this one don't even know who's playing at quarterback could be Andy dalton um could be Jameis winston who knows but i just think that defense is good enough to pick up the pieces and uh and get the w so i'm gonna go saints thursday night football i'll try to get these a little quicker because who cares about these is not the chiefs of the raiders um sunday at one browns versus ravens i was shocked that the ravens lost to the giants uh coach actually called that one the browns i call them beating the patriots also lost on that one uh nick chubb they need to get him back in back in gear i think he had 59 rushing yards which is i think a an all-time low for him since he was drafted or something to that effect. It was a really off night for him. So they needed to get that going, and Miles Garrett needs a little help. But I'm still going to go Ravens. I believe in Lamar Jackson. The Ravens' defense is not great, but the secondary I think still has so much potential. The playmakers are there. I'm going to go Ravens over the Browns. Panthers and Bucks. Panthers are an absolute dumpster fire. The fact they got 10 points against the Rams who aren't really in their prime either is startling. Bucks. they have a whole lot of stuff going on. Brady is not a well-liked guy. Um, uh, The offensive weapons are getting back into place, uh, but the whole Brady thing is just dominating the headlines. I still think talent outweighs the controversy. Bucks win over the uh, the Panthers. Falcons on the brain after that great win over the Niners. They face the Bengals at 1 o'clock Eastern time. I'm going to go Bengals. Uh, I think they are clearly still having their uh, offensive line woes. The offense does not look as inspired as last year. Jamar Chase is still not getting uh, all the success he had his his rookie year. But there's still too much talent on that roster to dismiss it. I think the Falcons are really putting up a fight. I'm happy for them. They're doing better. The Dirty Birds are giving their fans a reason to tune in. But I think the Bengals will take this one. Next, Cowboys and Lions, the return of Dak Prescott. We all know how Russell Wilson looked when he came back from his uh, thumb injury. I've heard that Dak's recovery is going even better uh than most expected and he did some warm-ups visible to the media last week and everyone said he looked good they liked what they saw the lions uh i hope they can get things back in in gear the shutout from the patriots was a shocker for the number one scoring offense in the league on top of the number one or the i guess 32nd ranked uh defense as far as points allowed i'm gonna go with the cowboys they put up a great fight against a strong strong eagles defense um well not a great fight they put up a moderate fight with you know what they can do with Cooper Rush at quarterback so I think with Dak they're going to be more formidable and I'm going to go Cowboys Giants versus Jags um Jags we thought were coming out strong you know the Doug Peterson uh, Trevor Lawrence uh Mirage was was blessed to be a success they've had a few bumps in the road I'm still not entirely sold on the defense and a couple of the offensive pieces they added, I think they still need a little bit more time. The Giants just shocked me already with the the London win and then the Ravens win this week. Why not? I'm going to ride on the New York Giants. Let's go. Uh, they'll be six and one. Terrific. Uh, Colts and Titans. I don't really believe in either of these teams. The Colts, I was surprised that they won last week. Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines out. I think I'm shipping off Jonathan Taylor from my fantasy roster. I just... They didn't make enough changes last year that they should be this bad uh, besides Matt Ryan, obviously, but who's also a disappointment. The Titans, I also don't believe in, you know, Derek Henry is great, but the rest of the offense, once again, has a lot of gaps since trading away AJ Brown, but Titans defense, Mike Frabel. I can't bet against him for this one. I'm going to go Titans over the Colts Packers versus commanders. I don't know what's going on with the Packers. I uh, got to link, the article in NFL Spinzo coming out soon. That whole, uh, their offense just looks so incredibly stale and disorganized. Um, there's some public media jawing between both teams. Just the the play calls, especially against the Jets, confuse me. Uh, you know, third and ten or third and five, and we go for this long deep shot to Romeo Dubs in double coverage. I feel like I saw that a billion times. It was probably like two or three. But a lot of drops, uh, running back slipping on the turf. I get that it was raining. But you just didn't see the Jets looking as sloppy, and then obviously the Packers special teams, which seems to forever be the thorn in their side, was a downer. Carson Wentz supposed to be out. I don't know if that helps or hurts the Packers. Uh, Heineke, I believe, will be taking taking uh, snaps on Sunday. Commanders are also a bit of a dumpster fire. There's just there's a lot of work to be done there, and I think it starts at the top with the quarterback. I love Ron Rivera. Riverboat Ron, uh, they should have a better offensive output, but that uh, Bears-Commanders game was just sickening to watch. I'm going to go with the Packers to bounce back. They should be 3-0 and in this stretch right here with the Giants, Jets, and Commanders. Right now, they're 0-2, so go 3-0, and because right now they're 3-3, and second in the NFC North. You hate to see it. Uh, Jets and Broncos is next. Blech. I'm going to go Jets. Robert Sala, I don't know what's up with Russell Wilson. Well, I do know there's a whole lot of weird stuff going on with him and uh, he can't see the middle of the field and he's missing a lot of open receivers. And then when he does throw to certain receivers, they drop it even if it skips across their face. So he does have a couple of his old uh, Seahawk beautiful dime throws, but then they get dropped and uh, then he has these just wild, inaccurate passes. So he has not found his identity with Nathaniel Hackett yet. They're working on that. The Jets are steamrolling right now. They cannot be any higher off this win against the, the uh, Packers in their home field in Lambeau. And I'm a Sauce Gardner believer. He's my favorite corner in the draft, but he was on full display against uh, Alan Lazard and Romeo Dubs. Um, it was outstanding. So I'm going to go Jets over the Broncos. New York team's just killing it. Okay, here we go. 4.05, first 4 o'clock game, Raiders and Texans. I'm nervous. The Raiders do not play well uh, after the bye week. They've the last two years, I believe they've lost their their first game after the bye, regardless of who the opponent is. I'm just not a fan of it. I think that they were really the the offense was really finding its rhythm against the um, Broncos and the Chiefs, especially the Chiefs. You know, a decent enough offense. That's who uh, you need to bring it against. There were just a few errors there and obviously a lot of dumb penalties that hurt them in that game. So I hope that they can somehow keep that momentum after after a week off, kind of like two weeks off. The Texans I know are not great, but this has trap game written all over it. The Texans are 1-3-1. and one. You know they, they have Brandon Cooks. They have um, Damian Pierce who could just run all over us. I am nervous about it. I'm going to take the Raiders to win. I need to see Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller step up. I know you guys were hurt, are hurt, um, but it's you got those extensions. You wanted them. Max Crosby and Devontae Adams are the only ones fulfilling their extensions right now. Derek Carr. Every now and again, he seems to be fulfilling the extension. Um, but those two, I want to see him. So look for Hunter Run from Darren Waller. Let's get a full strength offense on the field and let's see them go to work. Next, Seahawks and Chargers. I picked the Seahawks last week uh, and it worked out. I was surprised. Um, Geno Smith is cranking. We all had our doubts about the Seahawks. Even that, after that first game against the Broncos, I know we we're all shocked and surprised. Um, but I think the Chargers defense is too good despite the injuries that they're facing on both sides of the ball I still think there's just too much talent Justin Herbert I can never count him out he has grit he's tough um, and he throws absolute darts all over the field so I think it's going to be a bit much for the Seahawks I think it will be closer than we think but it could be high scoring 31 27 I'll go Chargers next Chiefs and 49ers the chiefs 40 or the 49ers defense is scary they did just lose to the Falcons which is unexplainable um, but explain, explainable I just don't have the time to do it um, but the offense is I would not count them as explosive uh, the run game obviously is their their main dish uh, on that menu but Jimmy G can be rattled he can be frazzled and if the Chiefs uh, defensive line wants to come come alive maybe if steve spagnola is going to throw more a few more blitzes his way jimmy does not thrive under the blitz so uh let's see let's see that that go down and uh the injury bug is hitting the niners per usual they need to hire a new athletic trainer or sports and conditioning guy or or whatever strength and conditioning excuse me this is all sports um so i'm going to take the chiefs in this one i think they'll bounce back from the win against the bills raiders bills they've had some supercharged games lately now the 49ers, I'm going to go Chiefs. I'm going to have to go Chiefs in this one. Coach, that's for you, picking you guys to win. Uh, next, we have the Steelers and Dolphins at 820. Tua is returning. Normally, I don't like picking quarterbacks after they return from some kind of injury. Granted, it was a traumatic concussion, but uh, as far as I know, his extremities are fine. No injury to his hands, legs, neck, etc. So I think he's going to bounce back, and we're going to see the uh, Shanahan-esque offense with uh, Mike McDaniel at the helm. And I think the Dolphins are going to take out the Steelers. Steelers, a great win over the Bucs. Loved it. But um, I don't think you guys will be able to hang. Dolphins defense is top five and their offense with Tua back, which I can't believe I'm saying will get them back on top. So Dolphins over the Steelers at eight. And then another awful Monday night game, Bears and Patriots. I'm going to go Patriots. Uh, it doesn't matter how sketchy the offense looks with the patriots you know that bill belichick is a defensive guy and he is going to roll with his defense and they're going to be scored away and they just shut out the um you know they just shut out uh the lions which was impressive even though it is jared goff i get but um i'm gonna go with uh with the patriots so that ends up our round of games and then coach has actually just sent me his so uh I went Saints. He's going Cardinals. I went uh, Falcons and I went Bengals. He's going Falcons. I went Cowboys. He's going Lions. Oh, my God. We're almost reversing on everything. Nope. He picked the Titans like me. picked the Packers like me. Uh, He's picking the Giants. Yes. There we go, Coach. He's going with the Ravens. Yes. He's going with the Jets. Yes. He's going with the Raiders. Yes. Chargers. Yes. Chiefs. Dolphins. Yes. Coach and I are on board for all the games, uh, really, except for uh, the Bengals and Falcons game and uh, the Lions, and the Cowboys. That's interesting. So we're almost simpatico with all that. Um, So now, let's head into our Send It Awards. And since it's just me, there will not be a single award for Travis Kelsey. (laughs) All right, Send It Award. For anyone that's not familiar with these, we give it to a player, person, organization, whoever, uh, that... Did something great, did something noticeable, sparked a headline. doesn't even have to be great. It could be something awful. I'm going to give the cheesy sauce award to Sauce Gardner. Uh, after putting on his performance against the Packers in Lambeau, he donned a cheesehead hat, infamous to the cheesehead, a.k.a. Green Bay Packers fans, and he trotted around Lambeau Field wearing that. It is a ballsy move. I'm not really surprised with this new group of uh, rookies we're seeing coming year after year who are not afraid to get a little uh, edgy. Uh, early in their careers and sauce knew he put on a show. So he decided he's going to put on a show and he pissed off a lot of green Bay fans. If he had been in other stadiums, he would have got trash thrown at him. But uh, for some reason, the Wisconsinites decided to play it, play it nice with cheesy sauce sauce Gardner. Uh, I did see Alan Lazard knocked it off his head. Good call Alan, but you probably should have stolen it and, and ran away. And uh, hopefully you just won't be charged or sued like my boy Devontae. um But it's all in good fun. So the cheesy sauce award to sauce Gardner. So there we go, people. A uh, shorter episode than normal, uh, but you know I don't have my, my ride-or-die coach with me tonight. He had his own stuff going on. I understand you're afraid to face the noise because the Chiefs took one on the chin from old Josh Allen there. So that's the end of the show. I'm going to bring you our, well, both of us will be back hopefully next week for week eight. And don't forget, if you're ordering NFL tickets, use the easiest way to buy your NFL tickets, Confusion free on SeatGeek. use promo code rtk that's capital rtk for $20 off if it is your first order i'm sure you can find ways to make them all your first order so get those in and uh hit us up on speakpipe slash raid the kingdom speakpipe.com slash raid the kingdom and leave us some messages and we'll play them on the show all right peace out we'll see you guys next week Speak pipe raiding slash raiding the kingdom. There we go.